You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my book, Once, Tales, Myths and Legends of Fairy, available in ebook, paperback and audiobook. Go to rinaldemissmaker.com forward slash my hyphen books for more. We are continuing our exploration of the Fey Realm. Today's subject, Fairy, Folklore in a Nutshell by Renal. Fairy is the home of the Fey. It is known by different names. Popular ones are Fairyland, Elfland, Avalon, Fairy Kingdom, Tiananoch, Feylin, Isle of the Blessed, Magmal and on. In most folklore, fairy is ruled by a queen. She will banish any who disobey her. Most folklore also has it that fairy is underground. These underground dwellings are usually referred to as fairy hills, as they are connected to the ancestors and their canes, graves, and the fae are sometimes seen as the ancestors of the Irish. If not in hollow hills, fairy is seen as islands across the sea or even underwater palaces. In some cases, it is the strange meadow in the forest. Fairy, just as its denizens, appear in different forms. The Norse Alfheim, Alfland, is associated with the land of the dead and is also the home of the elves. All folklore about the fae have certain expectations of fairy. Humans are rarely invited, but are occasionally tricked or kidnapped to go to fairy, and few ever make the trip back home. Time is always different than in the mortal realm, and humans are only ever released upon doing a valuable service to the fae. Though with the time issue, it is possible that years may have passed and they have no real home to return to. Fairy is always described as being unequaled in beauty and always filled with music and dancing. And though their food is the most delicious a mortal can ever taste, if one eats fairy food, one will never be able to stomach human food and will thus either be enslaved to the fae or die of starvation. Rosetti's Goblin Market is by far my favourite take on fairy and the fae. It's way too long to read in this microcast, but you can go and read it on my blog. The link is in the show notes. After you've read Rosetti's Goblin Market, you might ask yourself, Why do people waste away, craving for things they've only seen in their dreams? Well, I'll answer that one. Have you read the description of Fairy in The Twelve Dancing Princesses by the Brothers Grimm? They found themselves in a magnificent avenue of trees where all the leaves were made of silver, glittering and glinting. Then they came to an avenue of trees where all the leaves were gold and then to a third where they were of pure diamond. On the far side of the water there stood a splendid, brightly lit castle surrounded with the gay music of drums and trumpets. Exactly. Fairies love to offer gifts. You know the story of Rumpelstiltskin by the Brothers Grimm. 
When the girl was alone, the little man came for a third time and said, What will you give me if I spin the straw yet again? I have nothing more to give, answered the girl. Then promise me your first child if you get to be queen. So you know that there's always a price to pay, even one you never thought you would. Fairy is a place of promises and of deception, of hope and of despair. And despite its magic, very much like the mortal realm. And now for my interpretation of the Fae, in an origin of the Fae, Fairy. Before the rift, a millennium or so ago, Fairy was one, whole. Now there's the Seelie realm, Avalon, borderlands within the human world, though humans are smart enough to stay away from what belongs to the Fae. Where solitary Fae live at a price, a tithe is paid every seven years to either the Seelie Queen or the Unseelie King. The Unseelie Realm, with the Dark King's castle in the middle of it all, the wildwood that connects everything and where magic is unpredictable, and the Sea of Discord, which divides all realms. Though fairy circles and fairy rings are quite capable of taking the user to where they wish to go within the realms, some still use the old passages between realms, though only the foolish or desperate do so. The old passages were created before the rift and are no longer uninhabited or reliable. Balance no longer exists in fairy. After the rift, the light no longer tempers the darkness in the unseelie fay, and the Seelie no longer appreciates the light, for there is no darkness in their world. They no longer realize when they are being cruel or callous. Some Fae have escaped to the magical parts of the human realm, places touched by fairy during the rift, and made homes there. Usually this dwelling is disguised as a small hill or something uninteresting and best avoided, like a burial mound. Though scattered, all Fae are still ruled by the Seelie Queen, the Fairy Queen, and the Unseelie King, the Dark King. Whether that's by doing the court's bidding outside of the seat of power, the Seelie or Unseelie realm, or by paying a tithe for court privileges, like living on court land under the protection of that court, the Fae who choose to have nothing to do with the courts have a hard life. They even live in the untamed wilderness, the wildwood, or the Sea of Discord and go mad, or on court land as prey, or in the mortal realm, cut off from their magic. Only the two Fae monarchs, the Assassin, the King of the Dead, and Kushi can command the mist. Everyone else have to draw and store glamour from the mist for their own use, and they can only do that in places where magic is strong. Time runs differently in fairy than in the mortal realm. Hours there can be weeks in the human world. Humans shouldn't eat food from fairy. Once they do, they belong to the Fae. Only the one who offered the food can break the spell. And usually, they don't. Fae love mortal playthings. Also, fairy food holds an enchantment that makes food from the mortal realm unpalatable to humans, causing an addiction to fairy food. You've been warned. Don't take sweets, fruits, cakes, drinks, or anything else a stranger offers you. Making deals with a fair folk from fairy invariably leads to trouble. Rumpelstiltskin isn't the only fae who collects debts. He's just the most notorious. 
fairy changes to suit the will of the fairy queen. Her power is strongest in Avalon. The Dark King prefers to toy with perception and light and dark, illumination or lack thereof, around him. To enter the land of the Fae, fairy, is to give up all power of where you are and what you see, hear, feel, smell and taste. As a little bonus, let's look at the translation of fairy into Afrikaans. Fairy. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renowthemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic and danger await. Take care.